Alright, yeah. this ain't working. Welcome back. To, what, that was trash? Yeah, it sounded terrible. Let's just no intro music. Fucking right, keep it in. This is on. This is authentic. You know what I'm saying? They get to see the uh, ins and outs of doing this shit. Uh, we're just trying to have our like not copyrighted intro. Hell yeah! Welcome anyway. back to the yeah. Fucking you got it. Yeah, bro. Come on now. Welcome back to that episode of Cherry Bum. Today I'm here with Carter. Carter, how you doing today, my man? Fucking just another day on probation. Not able to smoke weed. And and today it's not gonna be just me and Carter. Please, listen, you want give it up for the acid king himself, Kurt. Yeah. Money Kurt. It's money Kurt. Don't just call him Kurt. You disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing today, Kurt? Same shit as Carter. (laughs) Probation, then actually this is your actual first episode because the episode that we shot last time was terrible, and we couldn't, like, hear anything. Like, we could hear you perfectly, but us, you couldn't hear anything, so we didn't upload that one. But that was a good-ass episode we recorded that we couldn't upload. Yeah, fucking, y'all, y'all missed out, man. Y'all should, y'all should uh, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> oh. Anyways, so, so today is a new day. Let's go with one of the most interesting topics that I think we can talk about. The chip that uh, Bill Gates wants to put in people, if, if that's correct, right? Yes. Yeah, bro, it's not even like, okay. So, like, firstly, I just want to start with, have y'all seen this new legislation that they're putting out? That, like, you can't go on an airplane or anything like that if you're not vaccinated with the COVID vaccine? Right. It's fucking, it's authoritarian to its bone, man. Like, to its core. It's fucking, it's fucked up, and people are just accepting it. The, uh, you know, you can always see these things happen in other countries before you see it in the U.S. Um, like, like Australia. I, right. I saw an article for the Daily Mail, which is a U.K. Uh, news website, and it was about, like, the title of the article was, like no jab, no travel, and jab is the terminology they use in the UK for a, a vaccine. It's kind of weird when you think about it. They just call it a jab. Like I can, yeah, just, I, mean, I can just imagine, uh, like I don't know. Just, you gotta like, go get jabbed. Like they're not even hiding it. Jab, you know. <laughs> like they're but, not even hiding it. They're not even calling it a vaccine. They're saying you gotta go fucking stick a needle in your arm. Like that's it. <laughs> But it was an article that was saying, you know, basically that the idea would be to, like, restructure everything so that, you know, using public transportation, going to the airport, really pretty much everything in society from the day that, you know, that when you wake up in the morning, everything that you would, you know, have to do to function in society, you would basically need, like, some sort of ID or proof that you've had the vaccine to, like, access the basic functions of life. So... You know, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, they can kind of like, they can be a little mischievous about it because they're like, oh, well, we're not forcing anybody to get it. You don't have to get it, but you like dead ass can't buy food and water if you don't have it, you know? Reminds me of the birth certificates. 
Like, they never, like, forced that upon people. They just made it to where, like, you couldn't work or do anything or earn a living if you didn't have a fucking, um... Social? uh, Like, a social or birth certificate, yeah. Right. I mean, they're both tied in together. So, basically, the whole concept of the chip is to just kind of, like... Just revolve societies like everything that has to do with like transportation. That's it. Like it would also be like, I assume, right? Like payments such as credit card. Yeah. And then like tele telephones and all that will be like inside the chip as well. Well, I don't like the terminology chip. Right. That just makes it sound fucking crazy. Like we're like out here thinking that microchips are in our body and shit. I I don't think of it like that. I think of it as like. It might just be a vaccine, right? Like, I don't know. No one fucking knows. It might just be, like, a vaccine. But it's the fact that it's being, like, forced that I don't fuck with at all. And what makes it, like, like, what that meme that I sent, like, where Bill Gates was like, it's time to install the new update. Like, it's fucking, it's, it's the authoritarianism of it that I don't fuck with. Like, it might just be a vaccine, you know what I'm saying? But if they just came out with the vaccine and said, get it if you want to get it. I'd have no problems with it. I still wouldn't get the motherfucker, but I'd have no problems with it. But it's the fact that it's being forced, right? I mean, it's right. not being forced, is it? Well, I mean... I mean, it was like if I you said, can't, it's yeah. being forced. If you can't do anything in regular life without it, then Here, it's kind of being forced. Here's an example I'll bring up about um, seeing these things take place in different parts of the world. Um, in China... See, like, China is a place where a lot of authoritarian measures <clears throat> and a lot of attempts for control happen in China before they're really brought to the rest of the world. It's almost like a testing ground. Like know? a guinea pig, yeah. In China, they have this thing that most people don't know about called the social credit system. Have you ever heard oh, of Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Most people don't know about the social credit system, but... It's pretty messed up. So the social credit system is essentially like an interconnected like database where it basically monitors like how good of a citizen you are. You know, like do you litter? Um, do you speed? Uh, how neat, you know, is your like where do you live? You know what I mean? Like how do you conduct yourself? Stuff like that. And basically people in China are encouraged to rate like fellow citizens and their neighbors and stuff based on their behavior and what they do and and their rate, rating system goes up because of that like right. whenever they snitch on someone and yours goes down and if your social credit score gets down to a certain level you are unable to access basic functions of life like you're basically banned from doing a lot of stuff because your score is too low you're deemed not Worthy enough of a citizen to participate in society. Bro, that shit happened in Black Mirror too. I don't know if you guys remember that, but uh, there was one t- one episode where it was pretty much like society was based like it was like Tinder, you know. So like people gave you like stars. I yeah, mean, like yeah. Tinder, like Uber, people gave you stars, and based on like your stars, it was your status. So you know, like if you had five stars, you would probably be like in the high society. Now, if you had like three stars then like you would be like middle like middle class now if you had like one star you were like homeless pretty much and like people would not like people will interact with those who had like high like a uh, high scores pretty much i mean that shit literally happened here in america during covid like i don't know if y'all remember 
But, like, all these police departments and shit set up, like, databases and shit for neighbors to snitch on other neighbors who, like, went outside during lockdown. Like, that was literally, that's literally, like, the start of that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, um, I wasn't here when all that went down, but, uh, you're gonna have to tell me this because I'm not sure I just heard this, but is it true that they had, like, a curfew that you literally- Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say that if I was here during that, I would have been, like, a curhu, like, I'm out here, fuck that shit. Yeah, I mean, I would have been outside, like, I, I kind of just went out, like, I don't do anything, but I, like, just went out on, on walks past curfew just so, like, I wasn't in during curfew, because fuck that shit. <laughs> oh my god, car breaking the law again, guys. I mean, no, it's not <laughs> even that, it's just authoritarian laws, fuck yeah. But, like, you know, I don't fucking litter and shit, like. <laughs> um, you know, in Australia, the supposed numbers for the coronavirus are extremely low the deaths are extremely low but um and this is not even like i don't even think i'm exaggerating when i use this term but it's like it's akin to like nazi germany over there with the lockdowns i mean um ten thousand dollar fines yeah yeah i don't have a i don't know exactly but i know that it's basically you can only go outside to work out exercise outside of your house for one hour a day maximum and you can't go more than five kilometers which i think is about 2.6 miles away from your house to work out um no more than one person of the household can be out at any given time to go get groceries or you know do whatever may need to be done Uh, you have to have proof that you're going to like work or going to school you basically have to have a reason to leave the house and you have to have proof that you're going where you say where you say you're going. I saw a video that this guy recorded of his phone. He got stopped in the middle of the street. There was like a barricade, and dude, the streets. I mean, it looked like something out of the apocalypse. There was nobody out and about. The city was just dead, and there's this huge huge barricade of SWAT soldiers. Like they got face shields and everything, and they're harassing this guy. They're harassing this guy for just being out and about, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And uh, he's like, I'm just, I'm going home. And they're like, well, where were you? And he's like, well, I don't remember what he said. He's like, well, I'm, I was at whatever place. I was at the store or something. And they're like, well, where's your proof? He's like, I don't have it. You know, he's like, I'm just going home. Leave me alone. And they're like getting physical with them. They put him in handcuffs. They're throwing him. At, I mean, dude, you know? It, like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And people want that. Like, Like, if you go on Twitter and shit, you'll see like, People arguing like, well, Australia's rates were so low, but meanwhile, 200,000 people have died in America. And it's like, my thing on that is like, that's kind of the price of freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever you're in a free society, bad shit happens, but the good always outweighs the bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm super happy that like, but another lockdown's coming. Like it just is. That's why they opened schools back up. Um... I want to say one quick thing, you know, uh, I think that we know that like the predictive programming is a real thing and these things are planned out ahead of time, you know? And oh yeah. They, they I mean, there's the, video. They planted the seed for the second wave in people's minds when this, when this thing first started, like it was not even a few months after the whole thing started, they were already talking about a 
second wave on the newspapers and the news and the internet. That's just planting the seeds in people's minds, and it's getting people's subconscious used to the idea of a second wave, so that when the planned second wave happens, everyone's like, oh, well, they told us about this. Like, we knew this was going to happen, and people don't think about it for themselves because the thought's already been cemented in their mind that it's a thing, so they don't really question it, you know? Yeah. That's a that's a good point. But like like you were saying about how it's all planned and shit. Like there's a video on YouTube. Like anybody can go find this. It was like nine months before the COVID shit happened. Bill Gates like funded a group of like the, the fucking smartest minds, quote unquote smartest minds in the world coming together and like they were they were drawing out what would happen if a pandemic broke out. And it is exactly like what happened. Like it's ex- it's pers- it's it's down to like the numbers almost. It's fucking insane. It's fucking. I don't know, man. But like, that's the only reason they opened schools back up. It's not like they couldn't have done it on Zoom like they did last year. They just they know that those kids would spread it to the people at home, and then the numbers would go up exponentially. The deaths would go up exponentially, and that would be their way to justify an authoritarian lockdown again. You know, um, the thing about viruses that people don't realize is that a virus evolves, and the point of a virus is to survive. You know, a virus isn't programmed itself to die. You know, if the goal of a virus, like, it just doesn't make any sense for a virus to evolve and get worse and kill more people because the, the, the point of existence and for cells is to survive, you know, no matter what. So viruses evolve and become more contagious, but less deadly because that's what guarantees survival. And that's what guarantees spread of the genome. Right. So as time has gone on, deaths have gone down because it's in the best interest of the survival of the COVID-19 virus, you know? So that's why we've seen we've seen death numbers go down exponentially, but cases have shot up big time because that's just how it works. That's how viruses work. You know, but this I'm- isn't just like a regular virus, man. Like most viruses can survive out in sunlight. But this shit, like, it dies as soon as sunlight hits it. Right. So like this this wasn't like, you know, the, uh, in my belief, this was made in a fucking lab. Like, sure, I mean, the, that's the, the only way. The, the, the point that I wanted to make is that the cases are exaggerated and they're focused on all you ever see reported on now is so and so many new cases reported wherever today in the U.S., in the county, in the city of whatever, you know, and people see the numbers and they're like, oh, my God, so many cases like all these people, you know, and it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, we could get into how the testing itself is just janky and way exaggerates it in the first place, you know what I mean? But regardless, it's just way exaggerated of a situation. Like, here's my, here's a, here's a simple take on it that I think most people can understand without all the details. If this pandemic was really truly so deadly and so dangerous, it would be evident and it would be obvious to the naked eye, like, hey, I need to stay inside so I'm not out here dying like everybody else. Do you see yeah. No. There's not a bunch of people out here like the Black Plague dying in the streets. Everybody's dropping dead and getting sick. It's really not how it is. You know, if that's how it was, we wouldn't need to quarantine. We would self-quarantine because we wouldn't want to die. 
but that's not how it is. Even then, even then, I feel like people will be dumb enough to like break quarantine. It's just the way that Americans work. I feel like Americans just do like the opposite of what they're told, and it's just like I seen like doing like when everyone was doing quarantine, bro. Like I was like my my stepdad was like, "All right, we need to like work because we have a small business." And like I was like, "All right, cool," but like. Like, we're not going to have any clients. And there's still people washing the cars, like, doing quarantine. And it's just, like, they're like, oh, oh this is all bullshit. This is all made up and this and that. That's the and, great thing. Sorry, continue. No, but I'm saying is, like, even if we was, like, the Black Plague, let's say that, like, people were dropping dead, people still go out. Like, I feel like America, like, most of America is just focused on the economy and they know that, I mean, it's fucked up, buddy. I agree in some sense, because if you stay in court, if you just stay inside the whole time, like most of the countries are doing, like Argentina, like that's where I'm from, they're doing quarantine. Their economy is fucked, bro. Why? Because there's no jobs. There's no like people like producing money. There's like people cannot pay for rent. Like the inflation is going so much. Like when I left, the dollar was at. Uh, 60 like one pay one dollar was 60 pesos right now let me look this up last time i checked it was like um last time i checked it was like uh 116 pesos yeah it's but like what you were saying about like americans would still go out and shit i don't know if that's the case because like whenever ebola happened right i don't know if y'all remember that People were scared. Like, I remember my grandparents stayed inside the house because they, they saw that it was actually deadly. They saw people who were healthy-ish, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they it were, they the were malnourished and shit. But it was not the same just because there was, Not like, on the same scale, no, but it was a whole lot deadlier. Yeah, but exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, people saw more cases, and that's why people started freaking out. But yeah, now but... It's, it's, like, not as... May I... Uh... I want to bring up something that Carter had said of Timmy a few weeks ago, that a lot of the things that we see going on is almost like you got two bulls or two bears, two bears, two bears. I've said this on the podcast multiple times already. And it's like somebody behind the scenes poking each bear and getting it to think it's each other. I really see uh, the I really see the whole economy versus health thing is really that. You know, because yeah. it's more of a planned thing. So you're able to divide people into these two camps. Usually, you know, it falls in line with the political stuff, too. Usually they get people to, usually they get a, you know, right-wingers the blues, yeah. to be more about the economy and the left-wingers to be more about health. So you get it to more of a mode of division where people who associate with the left, you know, are thinking, oh, well, you know, health is more important than the economy. Like, we need to keep people safe. And the right is like, well, you know, it's destroying the economy. It's destroying jobs. Like, we need to get people back to work. But really, if you look at it from another perspective, if you look at it in an objective way, the bigger picture, it's really just another form of division because it's like you're able to divide people into these two camps, get them bickering and fighting each other when the problem is not each other. The problem is the people who have set this whole thing into motion in the first place. You're it's the person to... poking the bear, yeah. Right. You know, so really both sides of the coin are correct. Health is important. Also, um, 
in a way that, you know, the economy and work and keeping everything afloat is also important. But whenever you turn it into one or the other, that, you know, there is no one or the other that uh, doesn't exist in nature. It's about a balance. You can't have one without the other, you know, and making it one or the other creates an imbalance and it gets people agitated and it creates space for chaos and confusion and fighting gets people away from thinking about the things that actually matter and focusing on the truth and gets them to play into the little game that they want people to play into, which just enables further control, etc. Yeah. Fucking facts. I mean, just logically, like it's a whole lot easier to control 300, 1 million people groups than it is to control 300 million people. You know what I'm saying? So you divide all these people into these little factions and then you, you, it's a lot easier to control each separate faction than it is. um, I'm kind of reaching here, but I almost, you know, I see this whole pandemic and I see the whole situation really evolving into what, you know, I think most people, a lot of people can agree on could be coming. uh, That's been predicted for the longest time in namely the Bible is a, before the real apocalypse, which, by the way, the word apocalypse literally means the etymology of apocalypse means unveiling or unraveling. It doesn't mean a total, you know, crazy fallout in nuclear war. Everybody's dying. Apocalypse just means an unveiling, you know, things come to light before the coming to light of everything. There's going to be the fake second coming, right? The yeah. quote antichrist. And I really see this whole situation as just leading up to that. I can see sort of in a way how dividing people into the health versus economy thing uh, creates sort of a situation where, let's say, the people who focus more on health see the people who focus on the economy as being evil and part of the, you know, the, uh, should we say, like the, uh, the, I guess you could say the capitalists, you know what I mean, destroying the world for the dollar you know, which is true, but then you see the, you know, the people on the right, you know, the people who are more focused on the economy and the livelihood, see the left as a quote-unquote, you know, uh, I don't know, you could say snowflakes or whatever terminology you want to use, you know, hippies or soft or like whatever it is, you know, and it just creates... Snowflakes works. <laughs> snowflakes, you know, and um, you see this thing where the... The, I mean, I personally see the left in more recent years is more of the camp that's been persuaded to believe too heavily in being soft and too heavily in, uh, it's, it's funny because the environment and nature and health and all of that is things that we need, but at the same time, the whole left belief system is also plagued by authoritarian bullshit. And the right uh, also has elements of truth, but is plagued by authoritarian bullshit. So so then you see this total fallout and you see a tug of war in America between whose authoritarian bullshit is better, which is totally jacked up and not the way we should be thinking at all. But that's just how it is because people are so far gone into those belief systems that they just cannot think of things from a this or that perspective. It has to be one or the other, you know, which is totally wrong, but that's just how it is. So as a result, people are unable to 
come up with their own thoughts. People are unable to think for themselves. People are unable to think about things in a real logical way because they're having cognitive dissonance and they're so stuck into their beliefs, what they think is right, that when things challenge what they believe is right, they just go into shutdown mode and they're like, well, you're this or that or the other. Then emotion gets involved and then it's just a catastrophe. And that's what we see now. We're going to see a lot more of it in the next two months with the election coming up, it's going to be a nightmare and uh, it's going to be insane. I mean, with school opening up, the numbers and the planned second wave is going to happen. Then the election is happening and it's, uh, you know, things aren't looking pretty. <laughs> All right. So since you said Antichrist, though, I want to hear everybody's bets on uh, who they think the potential Antichrist could be. And, like, let's keep in mind, like, it, if we're going by, like, prophecies in the Bible and shit, we'll be able to tell because whoever the Antichrist is will suffer a mortal head wound, right? And then make a miraculous recovery. Like, that's what it says in the Bible. So, Bowdy, who do you think in the public sphere right now has a chance to be the Antichrist? LeBron James. <laughs> I see it. I, fuck, I see it, bro. I think Mr. Obama, bro, he's way too, like, innocent looking to not be hiding something sinister you know what i'm saying <laughs> how about you kurt um i believe it better that... not be another black person hold on because we just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yo kurt just a- say an asian dude bro say asian dude Asian dude, yeah. white dude, so just not black, please. Like, I don't want to get canceled seven episodes in. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely placing my bets on Yao Ming. Isn't he dead already? No, <laughs> bro. Hey, hey, bro, I just, you know, them big, them big dudes, they never live long. Like fucking Andre the Giant, didn't he die at like fifty something? Yeah. It's just like their heart has to like. Yeah, it's transfer like, so much blood to that big ass dick. Jesus Christ! Um, but, <laughs> but on a serious, Kurt's trying to interrupt my shit with science, so I can't make a fucking joke. <laughs> on a serious, it note, has to do with blood circulation and the heart and the palpitations. Uh, I think, I think the Antichrist could be someone we haven't seen yet, or somebody. Yeah, who... that's why I said in the public sphere. Okay, in the public sphere. Yeah, there's no, there's no, like, fucking slithering your way out of this question. <laughs> um, hmm. Elon Musk. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I kind of like that one. Elon Musk or Bill Gates, to be honest. Yeah, that, those are two good ones. Shit. But I think Bill Gates and Elon Musk, they're both, like, you know how, like, not everyone loves them type shit? Like, LeBron James, that was a good one, because he's loved by everyone except for Skip Bayless. Like, everyone fucking loves LeBron. And same with Obama. Like, you have, like, a very small minority of people that don't like Obama. You know what I'm saying? No, no. A lot of people dislike Obama, bro. Maybe dislike him, but don't hate him. Like, like Elon no, Musk bro. is hated by a lot of people. No, 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 it's definitely a minority of people that hate him. No, Obama. bro, what? Republicans hate Obama. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. No, bro, Republicans hate Obama. The whole Obamacare system, like, made people, like, hate Obama even more. 
I mean, like, that was a fucked up system. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. Like, no, a lot of people hate Obama. Dude, only not- eleven states. Like, literally during his presidency, only eleven states didn't give him an approval rating over sixty. That's insane. I mean, that's still like it's, it's a lot of people that don't like Obama. Eleven out of fifty—that's a minority for shit show. And then a lot of people hate LeBron James too. But I don't think like as a as a person, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but people only see him as a basketball player. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. Fucking this. People care about what he says. Like whenever he's fucking talked about China and how he was like fucking talking good about China, like people. Like, there was a small minority of people that were like, yo, that's fucked up. But, like, it, people cared. It, like, that's the point, you know what I'm saying? People cared about what he had to say. So they obviously don't just view him as a basketball player, or else people would just be like, man, who gives a fuck? He just dunks really good, which wasn't said. Kurt. Yes. Do you like omelets? I do like omelets. Good, because I'm going to let you suck my dick. <laughs> Is this is that a new thing? Because he it's did it to me last thing, episode. Bro, last one was fucking phenomenal. I went. Did you hear about the whole Malone Brown scandal? And he was like, "Who's Malone Brown?" I was like, "Malone Brown, dick." Oh my god! I'm I'm gonna just have a new one for each episode. So just every time I say something, you gotta be fucking prepared, bro. You cannot just. Like, you gotta be ready for this shit. You gotta stay on your toes. I feel yeah, like I just... Can we just talk about how Michelle Obama's definitely packing some meat? <laughs> like, I just wanna what? talk about it for like two minutes. Just two minutes. That's what? All I, want. I, I just want some allotted time. Michelle for... Obama okay. Hold on. Obama. No, I'm not fucking. She fucks him. No strap on involved. I'm saying, like, listen, man. So this is just a fact, all right? This isn't, like, some fucking crazy conspiracy bullshit. This is just a fact. Obama dated a man in college, right? Now, you don't just one day wake up and stop liking dick. Like, you can be bisexual, but you don't just stop liking dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's I've never heard of that happening. Unless we're saying now that being gay is a choice, which I don't agree with. All right, but what about the people who, like, went from being heterosexual to homosexual? They were always gay. They just had beards. I mean, I don't know. It was just society. You don't know what a beard is? I mean, a beard is whenever a gay guy gets a woman to, like, be his girlfriend, but, like, is still gay. He just does it because, like, he's afraid of what society will think of him. Damn, all I'm saying is. I think like there's a there, there there could be a chance that you could turn. Oh no, maybe that you could maybe turn gay. How you like you suck a dick and you're like, damn, that was fucking good. I'm, I think I like this. <laughs> I mean, if that's your personal like case, Carter, like I accept it, bro. But like, I don't know. I don't. I don't have enough knowledge to respond to that question. But I think you already did. So I think we're good on the topic. No, nah, man, we still need to talk about how Michelle Obama is packing that 8-inch BBC. It's and, and we need to ask a question of, 
Would y'all hit it still? Nah, bro. I don't find Michelle Obama like attractive at all. I don't know, man. She got that Serena Williams horse booty going on. You know what I'm saying? She got the the stallion, um, fucking, uh, what what's what's the term I'm looking for? Fucking, there's a term. I don't know. Fucking, let's move on. <laughs> Yo, wasn't there some viewers questions? Yeah, I'm trying to look at my DMs because bro, bro we getting... let the host decide that when we answer those. You don't just come on to the show what and the tell f- Bowdy ho- when we. No, hold up, get your get your get your man's dog. Like who who is I'm this? I'm getting dude? them. I'm getting them. Bro, the Kurt, money. Kurt, this is your fucking first actual episode. Who do you think you are talking to me like that, bro? Trying to run shit, nigga. Yeah, bro. Like the fuck. <laughs> you fucking. Hurt. No, Kurt, learn your you, place, bro. You're promo God. Kurt now. We're no yeah. longer calling him Money Kurt. Fucking yeah, promo. bro. <laughs> you're the Acid Prince now. Oh shit, dude. That's that's that's. That weird. was a good one. Oh my, I'm changing your phone contact name to that. <laughs> that's low. Oh, what the fuck did you? You just sent me a picture of bowls, Kurt. Dude, that was the thing. Remember. Fucking the cult leaders' bowls. I don't give a fuck. Fucking bowls, and you know they they're just getting forced to make that by some fucking company. Like they don't want to make that many bowls. No one would have that many bowls just to have bowls. Why do you hate West African princes so much? He's definitely not a prince. All right, he's a prince, and he's got fifty million dollars that he's gonna transfer me. I just gotta send him ten thousand. Like it's a good exchange. What's his name? Spiritual four zero nine three or some shit like that. Bro, if he has fucking numbers in his, in his like profile, that's it's a scam. Over. It's a scam, it's bro. It's a unless, fucking scam. Unless it's CDS two three four five, and then it's good. <laughs> nah, but that's even a scam, bro. That doing probation. Fuck it. hey man, I don't mean nothing. Probation just controlling him for now. But once he breaks out that control system, fucking shit's going down. Oh, speaking of that, bro, uh, once I, I get off probation, I'm going to West Virginia so I can visit. Um, Gabe y'all heard of? Okay, Wait, you, yeah, just you cannot take leave my the joke. state. You cannot Fuck leave no. the state. Hell oh no. shit! That's well, so what do you think this is? Like, can you leave not the probation? Studio? Can you? Yeah, leave I can. Studio? Like, I can go to Galveston and shit, but like, how far? It, can you it's go? like, I can I can go anywhere within state's borders. But the thing is, is like, I need to call every morning to see if I need to do a drug test. So if I'm out in, like, you know, Amarillo, and they say, hey, you need to come by for a drug test, then I'm fucked. That's a probation violation. So, like, I really can't. They just say you can't. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you have to do the probation thing on fucking, like, the on Houston? Uh, it's in, like, Conroe. Like, Aberhealth. Facilities for Aberhealth. I don't give a fuck. Hey, if anybody's listening to this and is thinking about pulling off a terrorist attack, Aberhealth. It's on Wilson Road. Bomb that motherfucker. Exit 89. Are <laughs> we giving them directions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't actually do it, by the way. If you're thinking about doing a terrorist attack, just meditate, G. <laughs> Bro, we're gonna get, like, like, they're fucking gonna consider this a threat. And then we're Bro, gonna I get... wish they would. That's authoritarian bullshit. Speaking of, like, shit like that, the term, like, hate crime and hate speech... I hate that shit so much. Because, like, that's, a crime's a crime. 
that's hate speech against hate against the term hate speech. What's I'm about to say, bro? You just hate it on the word hate. Yeah, you, fuck that now, word. You're now on a list. Good man. I hope I'm probably on. Like, I'm probably blacklisted by now. To be honest, they wouldn't let me buy a gun. So like, I know I'm on some type of list. Nah, bro. Oh wait, no, no, no. My case was open. Never mind. That makes you, my case was still open. You'll be the last person I'll give a gun to. Fucking shit, man. I mean, I grew up around guns. I like know how to use them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I grew up knowing that this shit ain't a toy. Like, <laughs> fucking. Whenever I see people on their stories and shit, that like be holding guns and they always have their finger in the like trigger socket and it's like oh, yeah, bro, in the trigger guard feet. and it's like what the fuck are you doing like it takes one sneeze you sneeze once and the person in front of you is bro, dead one time i saw this snap this dude like this is a, a drug dealer he posted a snapchat of him like on his car driving by and just shooting like outside the window like he was shooting at some bushes but still, bro, I was thinking, I was like, what if some dude was just walking there? You know how, like, in the woodlands, like, you cannot yeah. see behind the trees? What if he just shot someone just for a fucking Snapchat? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had homies that do that. Fucking, uh, I'm not going to drop any names, but Kurt, you know him. <laughs> and fucking, he, whenever he was on his bullshit, he, um, he fucking used to do that all the time. Like, he would just, like, be driving and, like, in neighborhoods type shit. And they would be shooting at the ground. But bullets ricochet. And, like, that's what people don't get is, like, bullets don't always go exactly where you want them to go. Those motherfuckers bounce. It's, gun safety is, like, I think that's the number one reason why people hate guns nowadays. Is because, like, they're scared of them because. Can you see that again, Carter? You're cutting out. is because like so many people are just untrained with them that so much bad shit happens like all those like fucking little innocent nine-year-olds that die in drive-bys and shit like if those people were if the gangbangers were trained with guns they'd hop out the van get in the tactical position boom get the person that they need to get and roll out like that's how it would be but since they like i mean think about it do criminals have time to go and train with guns Fuck no. They're busy getting I mean, pussy, smoking weed, getting money. You know what I'm saying? So you, so you think going okay, to a gun oh, range. So that's you pretty much describing every fucking teenager as a, as a criminal? Um, most, yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm a fucking criminal. That's why I'm on probation. What? <laughs> like, you guys heard that, guys? Carter's a criminal. He has a mom yeah. shot. Dude, I look sexy as fuck in my mugshot. Like, not even on some, like, egotistical shit. But I was biting my lip and shit. I had my hair swoop going on back whenever I, like, had my hair swoop. Dude, I look good. You're, like, one of those, like, TikTok fags that are, like, making fake mugshots. Ew. That was a trend? That was a thing? Bro, people people were, like, putting makeup and shit as if they just, like, you know, got, like, beat up or something. And they were doing, like, mugshots. What? That is such poor taste. (laughs) The lengths, the lengths that people will go to for, like, status. Just for a couple fucking dopamine hits. Just roll up a joint, man. You'll get all the dopamine you need. Like, (laughs) fuck, man. 
people are crazy. I mean, TikTok is just a weird place in general. Like, there's the, I don't know if you guys heard, but there's these uh, couple that make TikToks and uh, the girl is pretty much like one of those girls that likes to act like a dog. What the? F- like a kink type shit? I don't know if it's a kink or if it's like a personality trait that this bitch has. Anyway. <laughs> a personality trait? Bro, Holy fuck. She, I don't like, know which one's worse. It's not a no. bug, it's a feature. No, exactly, bro. Like <laughs> she, she gets in character with that shit, bro. Like she was... She would, like, go on the mall with a fucking leash on. And the guy would give him water, give her water on a bowl. And she would be, like, fucking, like, bending over, like, showing ass. Because, like, in the video, she's wearing, like, yoga pants. Showing ass and drinking water. And, like, people in the mall are just, like, fucking confused as if, why is she drinking water off a fucking bowl off the ground? See, that's another reason why I'm celibate. Because, like, whenever you get, like, bored of regular sex, you start doing some weird shit. <laughs> like, me and bitches dressing up as dogs. Me and my girlfriend have this kink that... So you guys know the wrestler Batista, right? Yes. You powerbomb that bitch? I Batista bombed that bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that dude, I fucking... Lo- I think whenever the first time I met you in like math class and you told me your name, I like said that that was like whenever growing up I used to like watch that dude. <laughs> Bro, it's just like I mean like I I ended up hating that dude just because like everyone is just calling me like I'll be like Bautista, Bautista and they'll be like they don't even hear the you they just hear the Tista and they're like oh my god like the fucking wrestler is like no there's a fucking you you <laughs> fucking idiot. If I did say Bautista, I would say Bautista. I would not say Bautista. That's a fact. That's why I like to call you Bouty. You know what I'm saying? I just I get rid of the association. Bro, it's just like I don't know. Like I I got used to it now. Like the thing is, like I got so used to it that whenever people like do call me, like Americans, because if he's like a Hispanic dude, I get used to it. But like something that really like made me happy is when my girlfriend started calling me Bow. Cause that's like what my family calls me, and she just called me like that by nature, and I was just like, "Bro, like, what the fuck?" Like, I felt like so happy that like an American was calling me like my actual name, you know? I like that. It's just bow. like bow, yeah. yeah. It's like short and sweet, but it's weird, bro. Cause like you know, like I feel like a lot of like uh, foreigners can relate, cause when you just saying your name in like a foreign country a lot of people mispronounce it and like getting like hearing your name normally again is like so fucking satisfying so let's say in your case let's say kurt if you go to fucking argentina you'll be called kurt like people just read your name like that like they'll call you kurt kurt what about carter 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 dude i fucking like that carter that's one me get a Latina baby mama just to hear that in the morning. <laughs> Carter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Chill, Bowdy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but bro. yeah, bro, like, it's, I don't know, I, I find that also, like, don't you guys find that kind of crazy how, like, like, who the fuck came up with names? 
Because if you think about it, names are not even, like, most of the names are not even words. Well, what names are is they're, like, personal identifiers, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, Instead I of do just that. being, like, now, a number. Who came up with that? Like, who, who was just, like, all right, like, let's do that these words are considered names. I'm actually you know, looking that up. That's interesting. I want to know. Who came up with names? Because, like, all right, let's say, uh, in my case, Bautista. That's a fucking weird-ass name. But, like, there's been plenty of Bautistas, like, before me. And that's how I know it's, like, a name. But, like, like who was the first person that was, like, yo, let's name our son Bautista. Like, it's just fucking, like, bizarre, the fact of thinking that. Wow, all right. So... Many early names were compounds. Parents would choose names from the pool of existing names rather than invent new ones for their children. But as time went on and language changed, and in many cases the words that formed the original name passed out of use, they left the fossilized form. So, like, the names just started out as words, but as language changed, those words stopped being, like, words, you know what I'm saying? Huh. What the fuck? That's so people were like, like people were just named like Carpenter. <laughs> Could you imagine being named after like what your parents' profession is? I mean, shit, man. My last name is like Scott, and I'm pretty sure that's like I, I looked it up a while ago. That's like originated as like shoemakers or some shit like that. I looked up my last name, Fruge, and it goes and it means like royalty. Fucking fuck you, Chris. <laughs> It, it means back. it means king. That's why I'm like called it Acid King. No, nah, he's called the Acid King because he was the Acid King, motherfucker. <laughs> it goes back to a village in France that was named that because Jews. everyone that lived there like were like fruit farmers or something. They were a farmer. Fruit farmers. That actually makes sense, huh? Huh. Here's my theory on Kurt, though, by the way, y'all. So he's French, so he says. But, like, I have a really good Jew radar, right? I know he's got some Jewish in him. Like, I just do. I can see see you being Jewish. Is it Ashkenazi, or is it, like, Semitic? Both. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even... What the fuck is Ashkenazi? What the fuck? uh, That's actually... Um, Sounds like the Taj Mahal. It's actually an interesting topic. So, <laughs> Taj Mahal. <laughs> most, most Jews today, in fact, like pretty much all the Jews in Israel are actually white people, straight Europeans, and have no actual Semitic blood. Most. Jews oh are, no, I mean the the big nose Jews. Those are Semitic Jews. Yeah, I mean Semitic for sure. The, the slimy um, ones. The no, actually the. The modern it's kind of it's kind of fucked up because the modern day Palestinians are actually like the real Semitics, the real Jews. They're the real chosen people, yeah. And the the Israelites, the people who live in Israel are Ashkenazi Jews. They're Europeans. I don't know if you knew this, but um Australia and Israel have the highest rates of skin cancer in the world. You know why? Because it's white people living where white people shouldn't be living. Yeah. Also, wait, bringing it back to like Palestine and Israel, don't you guys find it kind of bizarre 
how fucking Palestine was a country, and after World War Two, like, the United Nations were like, yeah, let's just fucking take over their land and give this, like, all this land to Jews and make them have their own country. I know pretty Jews. much... I know Sorry. pretty much Palestine just doesn't have, like, anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the, I think... the point I was trying to make is that the Jews aren't even Jews. They're white people. It goes back to the kingdom of, uh, I think it's called Khazar in, like, the year about 900, where the king and the, the, this, this country or this kingdom was... Oh somewhere around like southern russia uh near the baltic sea or the caspian sea it was in the mountains and it's basically just a bunch of uh white people but and that's kind of fucked up if you think about it because uh the main reason why israel had like their country is so jewish people could live there like after world war ii and you're telling me that like most of the people that live in israel are not even jewish right it goes jewish. deeper than that bro Exactly. Right. So, like, remember I'm not in the Bible, it said that uh, the people of Israel are like the chosen ones type shit. So, yeah. like, remember what I've been saying? Like, the satanic adulteration of religion and of like everything. So, like, if you brainwash people to think that the ones who aren't the chosen people are the chosen people, then people will support them taking land from the real chosen people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's totally screwed up. And, um, you know, um, since yesterday was 9-11, I want to bring something up. Hey, happy 9-11, everyone. Have, Fucking Osama was the fall guy. Have you ever heard of the dancing Israelis? I yes. have not. So the dancing Israelis were these six Israelis that um, they, were, they were found on like a hill or a high point, like... Like, basically a vantage point where you could easily see what was going on with the Twin Towers. And as the towers were falling, it was these six Israelis, and they were, like, dancing and cheering and, like, celebrating uh, the occurrence. And they were driving, um, if I remember correctly, they were, they had a van that was basically, like, a fake company. And the same fake company van was found near the twin towers are found exiting the bottom floors of the twin towers sometime like near 9-11 right before or something like that um kind of goes into the whole the whole controlled demolition theory and stuff like that you know but um you know most people a lot of people don't know that in 1993 actually there was an attack on the world trade center oh yeah actually uh biggie says in a song I'm trying to remember exactly what he says, but he, he's oh yeah, in, in Juicy, is like, blow up, like, the world trade, and people right. in TikTok are so fucking dumb, they were like, yo guys, Biggie predicted 9-11, and then someone was like, no, but like, there was another, like, bomb in 9-11. But the 1993 bomb was a bomb, right, but it's believed that 9-11 was just the <clears throat> planes that crashed into these super reinforced steel buildings built from the outside and that these planes made of aluminum and a bunch of jet fuel created a massive explosion that literally melted like the strongest steel in the world and somehow defying the laws of physics caused the top floors of the building to literally like literally disintegrate the entire rest of the building in a very smooth fashion all the way to the bottom no black box is ever found. 
But guess what was found? A paper passport. <laughs> yeah, what? you just... But I'm looking into the Israelis right now, and it was five of them, and they were actually arrested. Five, oh, like, yeah. quote, five Israelis detained for puzzling behavior after World Trade Center tragedy. And they were, they were detained back to Israel. Or deported, not detained. My, my bad. Oh, I Fucking, can't remember. I this can't was remember. posted on um, the 17th of September, 2001. So this is six days after this shit happened. What was his name? Silverstein. Larry Silverstein. Um, Larry last. Larry Jewish name. Yeah. He, uh, he cashed in on 9-11. He opened, he opened an insurance um, for the Twin Towers. Literally, like a week, not very long before nine eleven, and the insurance included like sudden total destruction, a terrorist, like a terrorist attack, like a week before nine eleven, and then cashed in like billions of dollars on this thing. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I mean, fucking the the nine eleven tag. I really think, but like, of course, no one will ever know. But like, um, the Nasara Act. That like, which I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about it, Cloudy. But um, it was this act that was signed in by Bill Clinton as an executive order, and uh, it was scheduled to be announced on September 11, 2001, at 10 a.m. And each building that got hit, including the like particular wing of the Pentagon, had pe- like documented accounts of workers working to put through the bill in time for the 10 a.m. deadline. And not, each department got hit type shit. Not only the Nassara Act, but literally the day before 9-11, September 10th, 2001, the Pentagon announced that $2.3 trillion had gone missing out of nowhere. And not only the departments that were hit were working on the Nassara Act, but the departments hit were also investigating the two point three trillion dollars that was reported lost the day before. Oh man, y'all ever had a burp that's like spicy? Oh fuck yes! Or those Dude, farts, fucking... bro. Those farts, the fucking burn. Uh, that's like after you've been having diarrhea for like a day or two. Dude, let's just talk about how much diarrhea sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Like, at first, you would think that it'd be, like, cool, because it's, like, easy cleanup, you know what I'm saying? You go down, you fucking, it's oh, out. Oh, no, and you fuck just... that, bro. Diarrhea is but the then, worst thing ever. But then after, like, the second time you have diarrhea, it starts fucking burning and shit, and just... Yeah, like, you could, well, I don't know if you got... So, in Argentina, we have this, and in Europe, too, we have this thing called the bidet. I don't know how you guys pronounce it. The bidet. It. The bidet, bidet, yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to clean your ass. Dude, and I like, thought about buying one. No cap. Like, I've really bro, thought about it. That's the best investment ever. Cause Whenever, uh, it just seems gay to me. Like, I don't want shit. Sh- like, and I know that's bro, such an American thing to say. No, like, that is I don't amazing. want shit shooting up my asshole. <laughs> bro, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm no homo or anything, but, bro, whenever the fucking water hits your ass, that shit's fucking refreshing, bro. <laughs> dude, whenever, no. dude, whenever I was in a rehab, our dorm toilet was kind of messed up, and when you flushed it, the water would go all over the place, so we called it the bidet, because, like... Ew, but that's shit water, though. That's like pissing shit water. That's the water you, you just shit into. 
Oh, that's disgusting, but no, I'm talking about clean water, bro. You gotta, you gotta drop and flush, though. You know what I mean? Like that's yes, it is. And I so like, it was just the bidet. Like it was inevitable that you were getting shit water on your ass. Oh, I shot, God. I shot in jail while I was there, and like I remember, fucking some homeboy in the back, he fucking yelled, "Throw some water on that shit!" Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I asked around and I was like, why did he want water on the shit? And like, dude, someone didn't throw water on the shit and then I got it. Like, dude, the water like really takes away almost all of the smell. Like, the only yeah, shit bro. that you smell is like the shit that's connected to your asshole. And it still smells fucking bad. So just think about that. Like, think about how bad just shit just plopped fucking smells. That's, I just love how we switch topics so easily oh, into shit. The food, the food in jail, especially Montgomery County, is so oh. awful that the shit you're. Hey, shit, they had some good cookies though. I'm not gonna lie. The cookies were good. Did you ever get the blueberry muffin for breakfast? Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was <laughs> that shit was nice. I'm not gonna lie. The blueberry and also another decent breakfast they had was the raisin bran with the peanut butter. You get the. No, I never had that. No, it, it never had raisins in it, but um, it was just bran flakes. They gave you a scoop of peanut butter, so I would mix the bullshit powdered milk, which was disgusting. But I honestly could... kind of liked it. It was sweet. It was like, Carter, it tasted Carter, like cream. I have yeah. a question for you guys. So like, I have an uh, answer for you. Does gel food taste like uh, crime? Um, it tastes like uh, authoritarianism. Uh, okay okay just making sure also i found a question from one of our viewers whenever you guys are ready fucking barrels loaded you may as well shoot okay so this question over here is from my friend sophie she said is she hot does she have big titties Sophie, if you got big titties i'm celibate but i'll cuddle she's 15 all right i'll take it back You guys heard that Carter's not only racist, but he's also a pedophile. I took it back. He's a pedophile. It's not pedophilia if you say takesy backsy. He's an asexual pedophile. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what <laughs> so, sex they are as long as they're <laughs> underage. <laughs> That's what I, I priest said once. Uh, anyway, I almost spit out my water, nigga. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> so the oh, question fuck. is, why is it as why is it acceptable for a lot of Americans to kick their kids out of home as soon as they turn 18? I cannot think of any other culture when this viewed as a, when this is viewed as acceptable. Maybe it's a small group of individuals. But I read so many posts here of kids being kicked out and all were from the U.S. Can someone explain the thought process that goes in the mind of someone who thinks it's a good idea to kick their a literally kid with no serious work experience, education, or means of providing for themselves out of their home? I hope this doesn't classify C- Cleoing, I know what the fucking what that is. Yeah, I am, I am legitimately interested in finding an explanation and hold no ill will 
against the parents who do this? It's a, uh, I think it's really just, it's really just like, it really goes back to the roots of America because America is really founded on the idea of like, uh, in wealth, right. Of independence and making it on your own, you know what I mean? Type thing. So it's really just part of the culture, you know, like the, the whole idea of America from the beginning is like pulling yourself up, like by your bootstraps, you know what I mean? Like making something out of nothing. So it really just goes back to the roots of America, kind of what America was about, which is just making it on your own and making a living out of literally nothing. And another thing is like, because that's what happened to a lot of the parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with my, my parents, they were both kicked out at like, they weren't even kicked out. They left at like 16 just to go live on their own. And like, they did it, you know what I'm saying? So like. To them, that was just, like, the way shit was done, you know what I'm saying? And, like, whenever you're growing, like, you don't see how society has changed since you were a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not always seen. Like, that's why fucking grandparents and shit don't know how to use phones. Because, like, they know it's there, but, like, they weren't evolving along with it, if you will. Like, the whole thing, like, old dogs can't learn new tricks. Like, it goes, like, it's like that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, whenever... Whenever they were raised that way, and they see it as, well, I turned out all right, then it increases the likelihood that they'll fucking do it to their kids and uh, think that it will work out all right with them. You know what I'm saying? I can relate with this question because I've been kicked out several times. Yeah, same. But that was just for smoking weed in the house. It wasn't for no bullshit. (laughs) No, uh, the first time I got kicked out, it was because... I arrived 15 minutes late. 50 or 15? 15 minutes late. I mean, I don't know why I asked. Like, that's really important. That's dumb anyways. <laughs> and pretty much I got into uh, an argument with um, my stepdad. And we ended up throwing hands. And I just kind of... I didn't get kicked out. I left at that point just out of anger. Yeah. And I, I came back because I was just in... I was a junior at that moment, at that point. And I remember, like, we never sp- like I I still live with him, and we never spoke of that again. But still, like, uh, right now, I almost got kicked out for vaping, because you know we he what? doesn't he doesn't like the fact that we're I'm vaping in the house, and he was like, "Well, you're almost twenty, like, you need to find yourself an apartment and all that." And in my opinion, I think it's fucking stupid. I mean, there's not much I can do about it, you know, like, it's his house, he pays for all the, for all the bills, but at the end of the day, he's just kind of like... That doesn't mean he gets to infringe upon human rights. Fucking vaping's just like, I mean, would you rather you get lung cancer? I mean, the, the way I see it, and my dad has always said this, he's like, hey, your actions have consequences, you know? If you're gonna smoke, just know, like, you're gonna have lung, lung cancer. And I was talking to him recently, and he's been smoking since he was, like, 13 or some shit like that. And he was like, honestly, like, at this point, like, I don't even care if I die anymore. I already live my life. I'm happy with, like, what I achieved. That's exactly the way my dad is. Like, I've been trying to get him to stop smoking for, like, because, you know, he's been smoking since, like, he was 12, just like your dad. And, like, it, like, the other day, he ran out of money to buy cigarettes. And, like, um, fucking... I was like, well, maybe you'll, like, you know, quit. 
and he just laughed. Like, he didn't even, like, think of it as, like, a serious proposal. He was like, you fucking dumbass. Like, no, I understand that reasoning, though, because if you think about it, what 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 happens whenever one of your friends tries to tell you, hey, bro, you should stop smoking weed? Most likely, you're just like, bro, like, like, shut the Lights up, blunt, like, yeah, and like, yeah. same shit. Like, it's the same. They they see the same way. Like, you just kind of like talking down on your dad, and they're like, bro, like, you're too young to tell me what to do. And I think I'm gonna be the same way. I'm probably gonna like. Well, it, it sounds really bad, but like. Unless, like, there's some advices that I'm not going to take from my, like, kids. Because, you know, I, I'm going to have, like, way more experience than them. Yeah, but if it's coming from a place of love, you know what I'm saying? That you can't just, like, shut it down. Like, actually, like, I'm starting to convince them type shit. Like, we're buying an elliptical. And we're about to get a dog. Because, like, it'll make them go on walks and shit. And just get healthier. And, like, uh... It took a long-ass time. But, like, it just took conversation to me being like, yo, this isn't, like... Because I used to smoke tobacco. I smoked tobacco for, like, nine months. You know what I'm saying? I, I just got lucky that I stopped before it, like, really fucked me up. And I, like, smoked out of bongs. I didn't even smoke it like like cigarettes. I would take the tobacco out of the cigarette and load up the bowl in my bong and then hit it. It was fucking uh, disgusting. I smoke cigarettes, and I'm going to say an unpopular opinion. Cigarettes are way better than vaping. Oh, 100%. Like, as far as, like, the nicotine buzz goes. But Not like, even that, just, like, even, like, overall, the whole concept is just way better, just because, like... The aesthetic? First, I mean, yeah, you can say it's aesthetic, but, like, you also, like, feel good whenever you're, like, smoking a cigarette, you know? It's kind of like your moment, like, whenever you're smoking a cigarette, you should step outside. Uh, you can be on your phone. But what I would do, in, and this, this is what me and my dad used to do for bonding time. Let's say we'll have dinner. After dinner, wash dishes. We'll both go outside, smoke a cigarette, talk, look at the stars, then go back inside, and that's, that was the night. Me and, and my dad do, did that with weed, though. No, yeah, and, like, that's the thing. Like, once you got, like, that bonding time with your, like, that bonding with your, with your like, parents, it could be your mom, too, you kind of, like, realize that, you know, maybe, like, they're not as, like, Oh, like my I fuck like you know how like a lot of people like hate on their parents. Maybe it's not like that. Maybe it's just you need to like see it as they were teenagers too, and they and had so they a kid. know it, yeah. Yeah, they know what you're going through, and the things that they're saying it's not because they're saying it to just piss you off and like make you no. They're saying it because they already know they already been through that, and they know that the outcome of what you're doing is not probably gonna be the best outcome, and they're trying to like prevent you and my mom always says this she's like you can be fucking 41 and if i see you're about to hit a wall i'm gonna put take take you like kind of like push you and say hey no you're about to hit the wall and it's just the way that parents work uh, i mean there's there's of course there's several examples of parenting and we can go on like forever because you know everyone has their own parents but I feel like overall, I think I think people not everyone really, Batista. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people don't have parents, and you know that's understandable too. You know, you just gotta like be grateful for what you have. Uh, yeah, you gotta find the uh, beauty in the thunderstorm, and then every day is a beautiful day. Exactly. I mean, let's say you don't have a 
and uh, let's say you have a dad well be grateful for your mom let's say you don't have a mom be grateful for if you don't have either well shit bro like i guess that's you woke up you. this morning motherfucker like, <laughs> i mean, I mean that's yeah. a lot better than a lot of people can say you know what i'm saying you, you just have to look around and like see who you're grateful for you know like i feel that's that's also like a role that like friends have in like people you know, like, it's not only about family. You have friends, too. And well, I don't know, because I'm a big believer that the only person you need to be happy is you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, that's why I purge my Snapchat so often. Because, like, I find myself, like, relying my happiness upon others. And then I just, like, I'm fucking done with it. I go and, like, I just want to be alone for a day and just figure out how to rely on myself for happiness. Because people aren't always going to be there. Like, people die. Like, that's just the way it is. All my friends could die tomorrow. Knock on wood, it won't happen, but, like, it could. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm left alone. And if I rely all my happiness upon them, I'm going to be a depressed motherfucker. I mean, I agree with that. I feel, I mean, I agree with that, but I also feel that, you know, friends do help you. A hundred percent, yeah. And I feel that trying to like rely on yourself the whole time may not be the best outcome all right now let's stop talking about friends we need to talk about something that kurt can relate to have you guys ever cracked your phone no uh, no nah, man i've always had like a glass screen protector on that hook. i fucking cracked my phone yesterday i am so fucking mad i can't Just a material good brother no yeah it's material good that i'm gonna have to fucking pay for with other I, material goods yeah like it's just fucking annoying i was so fucking mad because i'm someone that like with certain things like such as my car my clothes and my phone i like to be tidy you know like i don't like when that shit's dirty or whenever that shit breaks and uh when it broke yesterday ah oh, bro the anger i had i was just blaming because i i I, bro- I cracked it because i tried to get on one of those big uh, pickup trucks you know, the ones that you have to, like, pretty much jump to get in? Yeah. It was one of those, and, like, I was fucking... Bro, you understand the fucking bitch face I put to that lady? Man, she didn't do nothing. Like... No, no, that's... I know she did, and that's the thing. I'm, like, that person that just looks for someone to, like, put the guilt on. Yeah, I mean, that's it's... a lot of people today. And, like, in a lot more extremes than you, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, and, but the thing is, it's kind of funny, like, even I admit it, but, like, at the moment, bro, like, I feel like if I just, I mean, after I come down, I'm like, all right, like, that could have been avoided. Bro, also, do you guys, like, do you guys ever just wish you guys could have, like, that power to go, like, 30 seconds back whenever you guys, like, oh, yeah, of fuck course. up? Kurt? Like, whenever I got arrested, like, I, I've thought multiple times, like, if I could just get, like, one chance Most to, definitely. like, go All back. Right. All right, let's, let, let's say one moment you can, you can go 30 seconds back in one moment of your life. Where would you go? Like, what oh, would 100%. You the third trip that I was going into Academy to steal some more shoes and an a Airsoft AR-15, if I could just go to 30 seconds before that, Everything would be different. I wouldn't be on probation right now. Wait, you had that airsoft? Yeah, bro. Like, so, we went in, right? You were robbing a fucking academy with a fucking soft gun? 
No, no, no. I was I was stealing the airsoft guns. Oh. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Dude, holy fuck. I'd be on probation a lot longer than fucking four and a half I months. would be like, bro, like, <laughs> if you're going to rob a fucking store, might as well have a real gun. Like, imagine pulling to a fucking, like, uh, a, a target with a fucking BB gun and be like, hey, run them shits or I'm going to sting you, bro. <laughs> I'm going to sting you. Oh, look. Hey, man, BB guns can kill. No cap, you hit someone in the eye, it's going straight through. And then you know what's behind the eye. Yeah, but still, like, the chances of, like, you killing someone with a BB gun are less than, like, you know. Like, that kind of oh, almost makes me want to rob shit with a BB gun more than with a gun, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'll injure someone, yeah, but, like, I ain't going to kill, kill them. So, you, so yours is the academy trip. What about you, Kurt? You can go 30 seconds back in your life. What, 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 what moment would you be? Um, I definitely have to say the night that I sold those kids acid. Oh, oh. you sold... No, wait, bro. You, I, I didn't know about this. No, not like little kids. Not like, you know, not little 12-year-olds. We were all the... Like 17. Yeah. But yeah, fucking, that's a fucked up story. Share it if you feel like it. Yeah, if you if you have balls, share it. All right, here's what <laughs> that's a good do. way to put it. <laughs> so, um, this was in my heyday, right? So, these back here in the acid kingdom, right? So, first of all, how did you get the acid? Did you make it? Did Hell you buy yeah. it from someone? He synthesized that, that shit. Can't talk about that. Okay. Okay. Mm. But, um, that was a joke. So, these, uh, a couple people that I knew that had tripped before hit me up and they needed a few, uh, they needed a few tabs. So, I told them pull up. What I didn't know was that they were going to be tripping with this other kid that had never tripped before. Um, so, anyways, I think I sold them like four or five. Um, I think it was five because. They were going to take two each. The kid who had never tripped before was going to take one. And this was this was strong acid. This was liquid. So it was pretty potent. And um, so I sell it to him. I go home to fucking do my shit. Like probably smoked a blunt and went to bed type shit, you know. And meanwhile, they're like going nuts. So I don't really know the full story, but basically... Shit went down. Uh, somehow they all end up outside, like, screaming at 3 a.m. about, like, the devil and demons uh, in the middle of the woodlands. And so, um, the story goes that some elderly lady was, like, coming home, or she got woken up by this commotion, and she just sees, like, <laughs> she just sees, like, two kids <laughs> running around in the street at 3 a.m. screaming, uh, like, death, 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 death. So she's like, alright, something's not right. <laughs> you know? So she, uh, so she calls the cops. The cops come, and the cops go to the house. They had went inside at this point, and they knock on the door, and it's the kid's house who, it was his first time tripping. He freaks out when he sees the cops, and he tells the cops, like, we're on LSD, like, we're dying. Or some shit. Oh my god. 
And when Montgomery County hears hears the words LSD, it's game over. They're not giving up. So they they go in the house and or something like that, or the kids come out of the house. I don't really know. But the cops try to put the other two kids in handcuffs and they're just like, fuck you. The cops are like, no, fuck you. So Okay, no, hold up, pause. Cause I read somewhere that he said if you ever like uh having a bad trip or like like feeling bad because of a drug like and you call 911 the cops won't arrest you because you know montgomery county and they didn't call it yeah oh that's true so and also they were underage or seven or 17. yeah so Anyway, so they're just like, fuck you. The cops are like, no, fuck you. So they push the cops, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we're going inside. Like, leave us alone. So they, the cops get triggered. They tase them, literally. Um, they put them in handcuffs and bring them to the hospital. Now, if you know anything about LSD, the physical side effects of it are basically none. Like, there's no risk of overdose from LSD alone. You'd have to take millions of hits. Um, there's no risk of like heart attack, breathing problems. Like it's a very physically safe substance. So they get brought to the hospital and, you know, they're flipping out at this point because they're like, what the fuck, you know? And obviously, (laughs) and so they get pumped full of like sedatives and shit at the hospital because they got to calm these kids down. Well, the hospital gives them too many sedatives. And it uh, fucks with their respiratory system. It slows down their breathing, so they have what to be the put fuck? on. So they have to be put on a ventilator because of the drugs the hospital gave them. And so Montgomery County ends up turning the story around that I sold them poison acid and almost killed them because I almost cut off their respiratory system. How did they find out you sold it to them? Did the kids snitch? Because the kids had texted each other like two days later after they had like, gotten out of the hospital and everything had settled down and the investigation and shit started. They texted each other, we gotta find a way to keep Kurt out of trouble. I'm the only Kurt, uh, like, at my school, you know. So it wasn't too hard to figure out who Kurt was, not to mention, um, I had been investigated before, like, at least two times. Um, so, like, they knew who Kurt the acid guy was at this point, you know what I mean? They were like, we got to find the Acid King. Oh, now, who were, is the Acid King? <laughs> they they already knew. They already knew yeah. who it was. Like, it wasn't a secret at this point. <laughs> this had went down, like, two times before, like I said, where I was being investigated with the help of the school, you know, just based on kids running their mouth and, like, the assistant principals catching wind of it and bringing me to the office, like, we know you're selling acid. And I'm like, nah. And they're like, well, we're calling the DA. And I'm like, okay. That happened like freshman year and uh, junior year. But then finally senior year, they just got fed up with it that they were like, fuck it. We just got to resort to like illegal tactics at this point because we're tired of this kid. So they come to my school and they bring a bunch of kids into the office uh, with the, with the uh, investigators. And they basically threaten like kids in my school. If you don't snitch on Kurt, you're going to go to jail for, like, hiding evidence or for, you know, hampering, like, an investigation. 
Yeah, you know what the best thing to, about that is, and mm-hmm. uh, this happened. I mean, it's like a similar, it's like it's not the same situation, but one of my friends asked like the same thing. You know, they were like, "If you don't say what's gonna happen, like we're gonna give you three more days of detention." And my friend fucking said, "I'm not lying. I'm just not telling you the truth." That's yeah, the best I mean, you have shit. the you have the Fifth Amendment. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, just... but the but white white kids it. That grew up in the woodlands, they go yeah. to the park, don't know that shit, and they get scared. So they're like, "Yeah, Kurt's the fucking acid king. What do you mean? Like, don't put me in jail. <laughs> don't put me in jail. <laughs> Fuck you. They go to cash in this shit. And the only reason, <clears throat> the only reason that I know that is because there was a girl who I knew, and she was one of the ones that got brought in, and she was like smarter than that because she didn't grow up here. She grew up in Houston type shit. So like. She's smarter than that, you know what I mean? So she told me, like, Kurt, they're fucking scaring the shit out of people, and, like, they're trying to fuck you. And I'm like, well, goddamn. So... Whenever they did bust you, like, how was it? Like, did they, like, push you to your house? So this is what yeah. I'm in... I'm in seventh period. Um, uh, pre-calculus, or no. Yeah, pre-calculus. What was the period. teacher's name? I want to shit on him. Don't remember. Teacher what she do with it though? I don't give a fuck. Fuck a pre-calculus teacher. <laughs> so let me get this straight. It was seventh period. You were ready. What day was this? This was like a Wednesday. Okay, a Wednesday. You were ready to go so, home. Ready to go home. It's like two thirty. School gets out at two thirty-five. So the phone rings, and I got a bad feeling when the phone rang. Let me tell you something. And uh. That gut feeling, bro. Gut wrenching feeling when the phone rang. My stomach dropped. I already knew what was happening, and so they're just like, they're just like, Kurt. They need you. Uh, they need you at like the fucking some bullshit. It was some. It was a setup. It was a setup. Now, did you think? <laughs> did you think while you were walking there? Like, did you ever have a thought of like, I should just run out these doors, get in my car, and fucking dip? Like, it would have been worse. That it would have been worse. Well, no, because, like, you don't know that you're under arrest at that point, so it's not resisting arrest. You're just leaving school, which is, like, yeah, you're ditching school, you'll get detention, but, like, there's no legal consequences to that. The the thing was they stopped me, you know? Oh. So, like, you know, that that was the idea. I was like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going to just dip. But they stopped me. It was, like, the school cops, some bald dude. Oh, Oh, my God. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude, bro. That dude is the most... He's a clown, bro. Like, how are you going to be a security guard and call yourself a cop, bro? You can't even secure yourself from a fucking Hershey's bar. Fucking bullshit. But so, they bring me in, and the... Montgomery County's not here at this point. Um, They bring me into, like, this conference room in the back, like, at CP. And, um, it was the... My my original assistant principal was Miss McCarthy, the bird. Oh, bro, fuck that teacher too. If you're listening to me, Miss McCarthy, you're a fucking bitch, bro. Yeah. Tinkerbell looking ass, bro. I'm. I don't know if you guys remember, but one time there was a fight. She got like she tried to stop it, and she got glocked. And I'm so happy she got glocked because she so deserved that. Hey, Miss McCarthy, don't listen to these cats. Yeah, I'd still fuck you. <laughs> Bro, no, you fucking thirsty if you say you're gonna smash Ms. McCarthy, bro. Hey, man, for, like, teachers, she was kind of, like... 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, no. Miss, Miss Kurt, Watson. Kurt, finish your story because Kurt is yeah, just bad, speaking nonsense, bro. She wasn't a teacher. She was an assistant principal. Exactly. She sub too. No, she subbed for my classes multiple times. Uh, but I remember she got mad at me for saying chink once. She wasn't my assistant principal anymore. There was a new assistant principal. It was this black lady. Oh, yeah. dude, she was mine too. She was cool to me. Um, yeah, she 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 was cool, except when this went down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so they bring me in, and she's like, "Hey, Kurt." She's like, "I don't even think we met." At this point, she doesn't know what's going down. So I'm just like, I just stroll in and I'm like, what's up? You know, she's like, hey, Kurt, like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, oh, okay. So how have you been? And I'm just like talking to her about life. And like, it was kind of funny because like, as, as like, we're talking about life, I'm like simultaneously factory resetting my phone like five times. (laughs) Like right in front of her because i'm like ain't no way they're gonna see this shit on my phone you know yeah getting rid of the evidence smart boy (laughs) i had an android at the time so i was like and i had it rooted too so i was like seriously resetting it because yeah it can reverse a normal factory reset but not my shit so they um so eventually the investigators pull up and they're like hey kurt i'm like sup dude and they're like, we know what you've done. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And so they're like, tell me all this shit. And they're like, you know, you, uh, like, you know, you're being charged with the felony, right? And I'm like, okay. And so shit's just going down, you know, they're all on me about some shit. And eventually they're like, we have enough, uh, fucking statements or circumstantial evidence or whatever the fuck to place you under arrest and get a warrant for your house. And I'm like, well, this is fucked. This is bad. Yeah. And so they walk me out of CP handcuffs to the parking lot where the 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 Tahoe is there. Did anyone see that? I'm sure, but I don't remember. It was like three years ago. Um. So we fucking they. They they pull up to my house and I'm in the car this whole time, and while this like gang unit cop is trying to interrogate me, I'm just dead ass wearing my sunglasses, just like looking at him. And he's like, and he's like, you know, it's disrespectful to wear your sunglasses while you're looking at me, right? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> That's such a dumb thing. Disrespectful yeah. to wear sunglasses. Like, yeah, like, I'm, so, I mean, I'm sorry. Point, I'm trying to cover my eyes from like, the sun. I mean, at this point, I just didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I can just suck it, dude. So, uh, this shit is going down. They're all in my fucking room, ransacking my shit. Um, they, they, they go into my shit and they, they, they come out to the car and they bring me in and they're like, what is this? And it's just all my shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, dead ass. Told him. I'm like, <laughs> I told you were him explaining that. the science to him and shit. You were like, well, yeah. that molecule there is like, <laughs> well, dude, I was like, uh, if you want to learn how to make it, it's pretty simple, actually. You just have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I told him, like, I told him, like, I told him this is my, this is my clothing dye business. They're like, what? I'm like, this is my clothing dye business, dude. I'm like, you see that stain on the carpet over there? They're like, uh, yeah. 
I'm like, this is my clothing dye business, dude. I, I dye shirts. This is what I do on the side. And they're just like, don't fucking bullshit us all this shit. You know? And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, dude, fuck these people. But my bullshit about the clothing dye business went on so long that they deadass left, like, half of the shit in my room, at my room, didn't even take it because they were so, like, done with my antics that, like, they didn't even want to take it in because they, like, half believed me. <laughs> so they like they actually left like half of the shit that I had that was like illegal as fuck. Well, the cops is like, yo, how much are the dye shirts though? <laughs> yeah, they was like asking like, can you acid wash the shirt for me? Like, <laughs> dude, they uh, I th- we're, we're trying to change the police uniform. We try to make it kind of like cool and modern. So we're yeah, trying to dye it. My, my clothing dye business antics were the reason. Then I'm not in prison right now because if they would have yeah. taken all that shit back and analyzed it, like I would have been fucked. But yeah. because I went on with the clothing dye thing, they deadass left like half of the shit. So all they ended up leaving with was like the few hits of acid that I had, few grams of weed, and like some wax. That was and your dad shit too. Yeah, true. And so they, so because like the state of Texas is fucked. Um, when it comes to drugs, they just weigh whatever it is and charge you based on that. So since the acid was on Sour Patch Kids, it was three hits. They weighed the three Sour Patch Kids. And because LSD is dosed in micrograms and Sour Patch Kids themselves weigh like grams, I got charged with the absolute maximum LSD charge, which is manufacturer delivery of 4,000 like plus units, which was an elevated first degree felony, which classified me as a super felon uh damn bro you're a super felon dead ass like when i went to jail that night and they were processing my paperwork these two cops that were processing my paperwork in the jail like they looked at my paperwork they looked at each other and they started joking around and they were like super felon super duper felon and just bro, like laughing. fucking cops i swear to god like who like why bro why do they do that like why the fuck do they have used their power so much it's like dude fuck these people i'm like this is my life and they're out here joking about super duper felon and i'm out here like thinking like i had accepted at this point that i was gonna go to prison forever type shit you know what i mean like if that type of shit goes down and you see those charges you just accept like it's the end dude that's it you know what I mean? Like, you just accept it at that point. You're just like, this is it. Like, there is no getting out of this type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that fucking, that night, I was in a place in the jail that they called the dungeon. <laughs> Dead ass, and I was with these other kids. And so, like, at this point, I just accepted that my life was over. So I was like... Were you, were you, were you with, like, kids that were way worse than you? Or do you think you were, like, the worst kids? Uh, the worst kid out of all of them? My charge was the worst out of all of them. But I don't think that I was the worst, like, person out of all of them. Like, actual, like, criminal-minded-wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. But, uh, I mean, at that point, I just accepted that, like, that, like, jail and prison life was my life. For the rest of my life so i was like fuck it i guess i just gotta make the best of it so we just started rapping eating crackers and ramen and shit we made a rap about fighting cases type shit and uh i got bailed out the next day and fucking 18 months goes by 
and I finally got my probation sentence. It took a long ass time, but somehow I uh, have made it out that shit, and now I'm about to get off probation. So I'm about to come back at the game and shut down the Matrix in like a different, more evolved and legal way this time than just trying to enlighten everybody by selling acid. That's the fall of the Acid King. And the resurrection shit. Damn, I'm really, I really love that story, no gonna lie. And I think that's the best way to just wrap it up. Because I don't think we're going to be able to top that. You know, after that, nothing is more important than that. Well, I don't know, fucking Obama taking dick from Michelle is kind of important. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Thank you, Carter, for being such an amazing co-host as always. Yeah, man, that's just me. <laughs> All right, Carter. I'm Kurt, thank you very much for being here. Yes, the story sir. was wonderful, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.